The following was pre-recorded. Welcome to America's favorite wellness hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. My guest today is Peter A. McCullough, MD. Even though the virus and vaccines are crucial topics, HBN does not want to be all COVID all the time. So next week, Fred Pescatori, MD, will be with us to discuss the amazing power of mushrooms. We'll also cover testosterone's relationship to COVID-19. Whoops, there it is again. The newsletter this past week simplified key points from the Bill Sardi interview. He talked about the long-term side effects of the vaccine and what to do about them. This coming week, I'll review today's interview with Dr. McCullough, provide sources of the facts he gives, and maybe some updates. Dr. McCullough is internationally renowned. He's a practicing internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist. He edits several prestigious medical journals and is a researcher in his own right. He's been published hundreds of times in medical journals. In the last year, he dedicated himself to COVID-19. Dr. McCullough follows all the science, uses statistics verified by the CDC, and studies the successes of physicians in other countries. As a leader in the medical response to the COVID-19 disaster, Dr. McCullough has published 40 important journal articles specifically about the pandemic. One was a groundbreaking paper about the effectiveness of a sequenced multi-drug early treatment protocol, which has had an 85% success rate. He reminds us that no single drug is enough. You must attack the different actions of the virus and the body's response using specific medications and nutrients. He has testified about the pandemic before the U.S. and Texas Senates in particular highlighting the urgent need to use the treatment protocol early after diagnosis to keep people out of the hospital and to save lives. Who knows why the government has actively suppressed information about these treatments, but it has spread fear and supported one obvious goal, that of getting a shot in every arm. Because he is traveling, we recorded this show ahead of time. So I asked the good doctor for a quick comment on listeners' concerns. He said, both severe cases of the coronavirus and the vaccines cause serious blood clots because of production of the spike protein. In the case of infection, we use full-dose aspirin and anticoagulants at home and in the hospital. For the vaccine, we avoid blood clots by declining the vaccines. At this point, they are failing to stop COVID-19 or causing more harm and death than providing good to the country. Unfortunately, our heroes under increasing pressure to stop being objective and just follow the government guidelines. In fact, he's paying a stiff price for telling the truth. For example, until July, he was a professor of medicine at Texas A&M College of Medicine. Also, apparently fear is making good people at Baylor Scott White Medical System make bad decisions designed to hurt one of their best doctors who's been dedicated and a generous contributor to that organization for years. His work on early treatment of COVID-19 has brought praise and recognition to the organization. In my newsletter this week, I'll give details. In the archive description, I link to his bio, to that crucial journal article, his podcast, and to previous interviews on our show and several television shows, including Joni Lamb on Daystar. 
Just go to hbnshow.com and select Listen from the menu. Also on the menu is a link to subscribe to the newsletter. We'll be back in just two minutes with Peter McCullough, MD. Summer fun, beach, pool, boating, golf, gardening, uh, scratches, dry skin, chapped lips, sunburn, not much fun, unless you're prepared with Lily of the Desert Aloe Vera Jelly and Lip Balm. We all know that the aloe vera plant soothes painful burns, moisturizes, and helps skin heal quickly. In fact, aloe products are everywhere, even in the gift shop of any vacation spot. But you just can't tell by looking that most of them contain very little aloe or that processing has removed the healing elements from the leaves. Insist on Lily of the Desert brand. It's 99% organic aloe. The constituents that give the leaf its magical reputation have been protected and enhanced. Lily of the Desert aloe vera jelly also contains vitamins for a healthy skin and comes in three affordable sizes. Most natural food stores nationwide carry the jelly and lip balm. Buy them now for first aid at home, and for goodness sake, don't go on vacation without it, or you may get stuck with that other stuff from the gift shop. Join Lily of the Desert on Facebook. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. Dr. McCullough, I know you have an extremely busy schedule, and I'm just delighted that you were able to carve out some time to do this. And so welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me back, Marty. Um, We might have to repeat a bit of what we've covered on previous interviews, but that's because we are hearing the same warnings morning, noon, and night, um, the sky is falling alerts are wearing people down. So I think we need to remind them of why we may be justified in resisting the enormous pressure to get vaccinated. And I kind of wrote down what the script is that they all seem to be following. And I thought maybe I'd start with that and then we could unpack it and say out of that, what's true and what's not true. True. Uh, and then we can get into the evidence. You can just respond in broad strokes. The, the narrative goes something like this. The Delta variant is taking over. It is more contagious and deadly. Hospitals are filling up again. Ninety-some percentage of those in the hospitals are unvaccinated. There's a new pandemic among the unvaccinated. The vaccines are safe, effective, even against the Delta variant. Uh, we still want you to wear a mask. They are free and easily available. That part's true. 
we should fear and blame the unvaccinated. It is your duty to stop the spread by getting vaccinated and by hounding your family, friends, neighbors, and church members to do the same. So uh, that is basically a script. And as you pointed out, that when all of the media, uh, the main media, and the social uh, online communities signed up for the Trusted News Initiative, wasn't that the name of it? That basically is what it was. Let's, we'll just all circle wagons and only tell people what the government says, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, so, yeah, so just to, just to clarify, early in December, the Trusted News Initiative was announced. That was right when the vaccines were announced. And the Trusted News Initiative was an agreed-upon open collaboration that all information on early treatment and any information on vaccine safety or anything that would reduce the enthusiasm for the vaccine is going to be censored from the media. So everyone should understand that, that the only thing they'll hear in the media is the vaccine is both safe and effective. But I think Americans ought to ask the question, if the vaccine is safe and effective, why hasn't our government agencies given any press briefing on how the vaccine is doing? We should have had a weekly by weekly press briefing on is the vaccine working and is it safe? On safety... There's great concerns. We have over 400,000 safety reports. We have, uh, as of this week, the CDC has certified 11,000 deaths. Uh, Last week, a a whistleblower lawsuit from CMS was filed, 45,000 deaths, and our government agencies have made no mention of this, let alone had a press briefing. So the fact that we're not having any routine official briefings, remember how we used to have White House task force briefings? We should have had brief beans on the vaccine all the way through. The fact that we're having none ought to make Americans very worried. Well, I've, uh, my husband likes to listen to the White House press briefings. They make me crazy, but he had me listen to one or two. And he said, well, why aren't they asking the tough questions about safety? And I just have to think it's because those reporters want to get called on again in the future and they'll be blacklisted if they brought up some of these statistics that are right there in the CDC database if anybody would go and look at them. Well, the CDC has an obligation. They're keeping all the data. They have uh, they review the reports. They initially give them a temporary number. Then they certify whether or not they've occurred. Then once they're certified, the CDC ought to report, report on this. If there are uh, certified tens of thousands of hospitalizations, they should tell Americans, why are they becoming hospitalized after the vaccine? Uh, What are patients dying of? Uh, What are the sources of injuries? What happens in all these cases of paralysis? Do patients recover? Are they permanently paralyzed? Uh, I mean, the CDC has such a great explanation to do on safety that uh, we can't even get to the issue of efficacy. Now, it looks as if the vaccines at this point in time have completely failed. So now, uh, we have in clinical practice about half of the people with COVID-19 in the hospital, half the people in the outpatient arena with COVID-19 have been fully vaccinated. But because the CDC has told us that they will only report on the unvaccinated, they told us in the CDC webpage that that's called asymmetric reporting, that unless somebody brings a vaccinated patient to their attention through the hospital, the CDC will not report this. So they have created a talking point 
that 99% of all the hospitalizations and cases are in the unvaccinated, and this is a crisis of the unvaccinated. That is an overt, premeditated, um, in a sense, propaganda. It's false reporting. But the CDC was very open with America about this. The CDC didn't say, we're going to fairly categorize patients into vaccinated, unvaccinated, and give you the numbers. The CDC never told you, never said that. And in fact, they're not doing that. Well, they started out in the beginning by exaggerating the death rate. It seemed that the whole reporting in general was just structured to spread panic and make people fearful so they would do whatever they were told. It's true. The whole issue, and we found out this week as an update, that the CDC now has admitted that the PCR test that received emergency use authorization, they can't distinguish between influenza and COVID. So that explains why we didn't have any influenza cases last year. Patients came in and they were tested positive for COVID. They were assumed they had COVID. So this was a great area of mismanagement last year on the diagnostic testing to not be able to distinguish between flu and COVID. Can you imagine how many flu patients received remdesivir, they received unnecessary drugs in the hospital, and they may have even died, uh, and they were called a COVID death, but in fact they had influenza. That is shocking. And the deaths, they're, again, making them sound like this really is deadly, but you've told us, and I've seen it in many other places, that the Delta variant, while it spreads faster, is less deadly. And the statistics back that up uh, right now. I'm not, I'm, not, yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm not even sure it spreads faster. Uh, when they determine infectivity, they do it in a cell culture where they sprinkle some virus or the new variant on some cells, and they try to assess it, you know, how quickly the cells get infected. That doesn't apply in human populations because there's so many people naturally immune. So I'm not convinced it's spreading faster at all. In fact, you know, Israel is less than 10% of their peak. We're far below 10% of our peak. It's not spreading nearly as fast as the original wild-type virus when it hit Milan and New York. Well, a lot of behaviors have changed because it was summer. People said, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm going outside. I'm going to go to the celebrate with my friends in the tavern at night and so on. So you, you Yes, maybe there are a slight uptick in cases and hospitalizations, but that may have a lot more to do with changes in behavior, you think? It, it could be, but again, it's, it's a small rise. There's nothing clinically suggests it's more effective, and clearly it's less deadly. The hospitals are not filling up. Uh, the mortality rate hasn't picked up at all. And we know from a recent analysis from Abu Radad, uh, A-B-U hyphen R-A-D-D-A-D from Qatar, that about 10% of patients in that country, and it could be the same in the United States, uh, they had a half a million patients they reported on who took the vaccine. They didn't need to take the vaccine because they already previously had COVID. And so they were COVID recovered. And in that analysis, uh, COVID recovered patients had no benefit from receiving the vaccine because they were basically completely immune. And they subsequently reported on people who were previously infected and they didn't take the vaccine and they were perfectly protected. So what we're finding now is natural immunity is the backstop. Uh, they do not need vaccines. And it's the naturally immune 
that are going to bring us through this pandemic because they're not contracting the variants. They can't get the infection a second time. And so they benefit not at all, but they are exposed to all the risks of the vaccine, which is not right. a very good three, deal. There, right. There's three analyses, uh, raw, cam, camera, and methodius, all show increased harm of a COVID recovered taking the vaccine. So anybody who's had a clear-cut case of COVID, they had a positive test, they were sick, they got through it. Under no circumstances should they take the vaccine. And they should not be forced into taking the vaccine because it'll only cause harm and can't cause benefit. And the deaths, I found a really good chart on that. The New York Times did something good for a change. They have very updated charts. And the deaths now in July are a third of what they were in April, which was claimed to be such a good time, and only 10% of what they were in January. So uh, all of the red flags are waving to get us all excited again seem to be not backed by any science. So when we come back, we've got lots more to cover. We want to talk a little bit more about the vaccine effectiveness and the risks. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. It takes several factors to create cancer. That's why it just makes sense to treat the disease with a variety of therapies. Whatever you decide about mainstream medicine's typical surgery, chemo, and radiation, you should know that the Kasanas Institute has many powerful tools in their toolbox. For example, natural ways to support your immune system, specialized detoxification programs, and a personalized nutritional plan. If chemotherapy is right for your case, the Kasanas Institute also offers a gentler approach. Low-dose chemotherapy delivered in a smart way that targets the cancer cells more than your healthy cells. Their approach is individualized to you and your type of cancer to provide effectiveness and reduced side effects. At the Kasanas Institute, an experienced care manager will guide you and coordinate options. Don't you deserve a doctor that uses the best of modern science and ancient wisdom? Link from hbnshow.com or call 817-481-6342. I'm Marty Whittakin. You may have heard the word resveratrol, and you may even know that it is the red wine molecule. However, you may not know that Longevinex is the only brand that has undergone testing of any kind, test tube, animal, or human. It's also the one with the correct potency. Trust me, more isn't always better. Internationally respected nutrition expert and formulator Bill Sardi wisely combined resveratrol with other beneficial components to increase its effectiveness. In fact, Longevinex delivers 
has nine times more positive effect than plain resveratrol pills. Resveratrol is being researched for its support of an astounding variety of health issues. Please read my resveratrol article in the supplement section of the library on hbnshow.com. Order today at longevinex.com or call 866-405-4000. Please tell them Marty sent you just in case they have a special. Longevinex.com or call 866-405-4000. Dr. Harris Probiotics has been a proud sponsor of the Healthy by Nature show for well over a decade. My guest is Peter A. McCullough, MD. He's internationally recognized as an internist, cardiologist, epidemiologist. He's a professor of medicine at Texas A&M College of Medicine at the Baylor University Medical Center in Dallas, and he's a researcher, an editor of medical journals, and extremely well qualified to speak to the truth that we are not hearing from the mainstream media about COVID and so that we can make an informed decision about what to do. Uh, later in the show, we'll talk about, well, what if you already had the vaccine, then what? But right now, uh, just a little bit more on the, on the breakthrough cases. Um, tell us again, I, I think you said 11,000 yeah, okay, we had um, no sixty-five thousand. We had in the United States up, you know, even before Delta came in, we had over ten thousand breakthrough cases in the CDC, and that's when the CDC gave up on trying to characterize breakthrough cases. They told America they are not going to report on any vaccine failures since that time, and they haven't. The CDC will tell you there are no vaccine failures, but Americans know that's not right because about half of the people with COVID out there have been fully vaccinated. I just got notified of a patient in the ICU in Louisiana who has probably the Delta variant, and he's fully vaccinated with Pfizer. We're seeing this all over. We know it's 80% of people in Israel who have COVID have been previously vaccinated. 42% of those with the Delta variant in the United Kingdom have been previously vaccinated. If we actually fairly kept track of who's vaccinated and who isn't in the United States who has COVID, it would be 50-50 at this point in time. What we don't know is, does the vaccine make it a little less serious of an illness? We don't know because the single greatest factor that reduces the severity of illness is early treatment. So unless we actually saw information on early treatment, we really can't know. I can tell you clinically that Delta variant, which is 83% of our cases, is a less serious variant and it's much more easily treated. The uh, NBC News did a survey of states. This was in mid-July, and the states told them the total of 65,000 breakthrough cases. And obviously you don't hear about that, but that makes you have to stop and think. And even the FDA has said don't look for antibodies for the vaccinated and that... um, Pfizer has said that after six months, the the vaccine is only 39% effective, so they want a booster shot. Yeah, the Pfizer CEO came out and said that um, that the efficacy of the vaccine is markedly diminishing. I think he said 39% effective. 
There was a Swiss policy analysis that came out uh, end of last week that said if one was vaccinated in January, that they have zero protection right now, that it's completely um, uh, useless uh, the fact they had a vaccine. 65,000 breakthrough cases, and that fits with what I know coming through CMS. That's substantial because back in uh, May and June, we were down to about 16,000, 15,000 cases a day. And, and those cases, about 40% are false positives. So we only had about 10,000 real cases per day. Uh, and now that's on the uptick uh, because of the vaccine failure. So Americans need to know at this point in time, the vaccine has completely failed. And um, there's no reason to go get a vaccine with the risks we've talked about. But if they do get COVID-19 to seek early treatment, uh, the medications do work. Uh, they can call their doctor. If not, they can go to myfreedoctor.com. The medications will be called in right away. Delta is very easily treatable. I've treated a fair number of patients now. I haven't had a single patient get worse and have to go to the hospital. So if you get Delta, get some early treatment if over age 50 and multiple medical problems. And we keep hearing about those over 50 being at more risk. And so they should be more concerned to get the vaccine, but Aren't they also maybe more vulnerable to the side effects of the vaccine? Uh, age uh, over 70 or certainly over 80, that's the highest risk group for dying with the vaccine. It looks like we've had 45,000 Americans die. Half of them die within 48 hours taking the vaccine. 80% of them die within a week of going into the vaccine center. These are people healthy enough to walk into the vaccine center. 86% of the time, it looks like the vaccine is the cause of it. So I'd worry about older people, 70s and 80s, actually dying with the vaccine. The non-fatal injuries, cardiac, neurological, immunological, and hematological, they tend to skew towards younger individuals in analysis by Rose and colleagues. So the heart inflammation, the FDA recognizes this. We have thousands of cases of heart inflammation in young people, blood clots in the brain of young women, paralysis. They tend to um, skew towards younger individuals. So at this point in time, since the vaccines don't work and their safety profile is not good, I think we can go ahead and shut down the program. I don't think it's helping anybody at this point in time. I think the employers or others who are mandating the vaccine can go ahead and pull those mandates, and we should just be able to treat ourselves through the rest of the pandemic. Well, I suspect that's not what's going to happen because what they've done is just turn up the volume on what they've been saying and... Now, the CDC, uh, when we're pre-recording this show, but the day we're recording it, they were coming out with uh, guidance about wearing masks. That seems to be now where the, the conversation is, to mask or not mask if you've been vaccinated. But, gosh, there's some just much more dire questions not being asked, and I'm so glad that you are brave and knowledgeable to bring these forward. Let's go back a bit and remind people how these vaccines work. They are not like the vaccine that you got for measles or something like that. This is a totally new kind of approach. How does it work and wherein do we run into the risks? Yeah, other vaccines injected either a disabled virus or a killed virus or a protein, and the body responds to it immunologically. But the prior vaccines, nothing invaded the cells or tissues, nothing circulated around the body. These vaccines are considered gene delivery 
platforms. They're categorized by the U.S. FDA as gene delivery. They deliver the gene that codes for the spike protein. And the spike protein is the spine on the ball of the virus that was manipulated in the gain-of-function research. And that's the reason why it was so deadly initially when the virus came out. But the, uh, the, the, the vaccines trick the body's cells into producing the dangerous spike protein locally in tissues. Spike protein is expressed on cell surfaces. The body's immune system attacks our own cells. And then the spike protein circulates in the blood for two weeks or more, causing damage to blood vessels and blood clots. Now, you're hopefully going to get some immunity from this, but you can imagine some people who take up too much of the genetic material, particularly in key locations like the brain or the heart, will actually get brain damage or heart damage, neurologic injury or heart injury or myocarditis. That's the reason why these vaccines are so dangerous, because they're genetic technologies that cause an uncontrolled amount of spike protein production in the body. Uh, they did not go through thorough testing. Uh, we do not think they're safe in pregnancy or breastfeeding women. We do not think they're safe in terms of fertility or maternal uh, fetal risks. And we don't think they're safe in sick people who have multiple medical problems. So for those reasons, it's probably the reason why we're seeing such a terrible track record with respect to safety. We've never had a biologic product that's been associated with 45,000 Americans dead in six to seven months. Never. You mentioned fertility and I read that in the studies, the animal studies that preceded the human studies, that the animals didn't fare well fertility-wise. And yet I heard Dr. Fauci say it is proven that these vaccines have no effect on fertility. I went to PubMed and I looked and looked. I could not find any evidence that that was true, that it was proven safe for fertility. In the Moderna briefing booklet for the European Medicines Agency, it's clearly not safe and reduces fertility in animals. Well, we've got more important things to cover, additional important things to cover when we come back with Dr. Peter McCullough. At half past the hour, you are tuned to Healthy by Nature with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. Do you wake up refreshed and ready for the day? Good quality sleep is crucial for restoring your body and your brain so we can feel alert and energetic the next day. If you struggle to get to sleep or stay asleep, you'll be glad to know about Gero Formula Sleep Optimizer. This formula combines amino acids and herbs such as GABA, tryptophan, valerian root, and hops to support the body in normalizing sleep. Stress, jet lag, and rotating work shifts are special challenges for sleep. 
They also benefit from Gero Formula's Optimizer's powerful yet gentle encouragement toward relaxation and healthy sleep cycles. Sleep Optimizer benefits all three stages of sleep so that you can awake rested and energized. Look for Gero Sleep Optimizer at fine health food stores nationwide. As you know, not every product is appropriate for every person. So please read label advice regarding youngsters, disease states, medication use, and pregnancy. For complete information, visit Jero.com. That's J-A-R-R-O-W.com. Now we can do as most animals do, maintain levels of vitamin C without continual reliance upon dietary or supplemental sources of vitamin C. This is revolutionary. Vitamin C works by pouring electrons on unbalanced atoms to counter potentially destructive oxygen and nitrogen-free radicals. Instead of taking vitamin C pills all day long, similar to using a fire extinguisher over and over, Formula 216 does this 24-7, akin to an internal fire sprinkler system continually pouring electrons on the free radical fire. That makes Formula 216 the world's first stress-responsive vitamin C pill, rapidly elevating vitamin C levels in response to biological or mental stress. Now you can do what animals do. Upgrade to Formula 216, the world's first 24-7 vitamin C pill. Call 833-848-2216. That's toll-free, 833-848-2216 for 24-7 vitamin C protection. That's 833-848-2216. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by HealthWorksMart.com. My guest, Peter McCullough, MD, is an internist, a cardiologist, practicing cardiologist, an internist, epidemiologist, and a professor of medicine at Texas A&M College of Medicine at Baylor University Medical Center in Dallas. He's edits three prestigious medical journals, been published hundreds of times, and more than 40 journal articles specifically about COVID. And he is backed up by an army of thoughtful physicians that didn't want to go along with the plan, which was you contract COVID, go home and wait until you're sick enough to need to go to the hospital. That didn't make any sense because we don't treat any other disease that way, do we, Doc? No, we don't, and so unusual. If a patient had a staph infection, we would immediately start antibiotics and snuff out the infection early. Even influenza, we start Tamiflu right away and never let flu get out of control, or, or even shingles. We treat it right away with prednisone and, and valacyclovir. Uh, we would never let a virus brew at home, a fatal virus, for two weeks and wait for a patient to come in the hospital where it's too late. That uh, paradigm has never been accepted. We use what's called the precautionary principle. That is, we take the precaution of treating early, even if we don't have perfect evidence for everything we're doing, but we take the precaution to save the patient now and not let them get sick and require hospitalization. And the medications in your protocol have all been FDA approved, so we know that they have reasonable safety. They just haven't had a lot of studies in most cases about use for COVID. But in practice, you have all of these physicians around the country network that are showing that in practice, they work. And sure, I, sure. I, two really good, two really good studies, one by Proctor, one by Zlenko, 
clearly show multi-drug protocols work. Another one by Alexander. There'll be another one coming out from Italy uh, shortly. Drugs used in combination work. It takes about four to six drugs. Some of them have a lot of studies. Hydroxychloroquine, 200 supported studies. Ivermectin, 60 supported studies. Others, like budesonide, there's only two supportive studies. Colchicine, only two supportive studies. But we rely on the precautionary principle. We would always treat patients early, not let them suffer, and prevent hospitalization and death. Well, on the hbnshow.com website, in the library, in the department of all of the articles about COVID-19, there is a list of these medications and information about how to get them in case your doctor is not enlightened and hasn't been following this research. Um, And you combine with those nutraceuticals, the things that we've been talking about on this program for 18 months probably, zinc, vitamin D, quercetin, vitamin C, um, and those don't interfere with, they actually support the mechanisms, the various pathways that you are addressing with the medications, the viral replication, the um, inflammation, and the blood effects, the clotting, which, am I right that it's the spike protein on the virus that causes the clotting? Right, so the spike protein injures uh, uh, the endothelial lining or the lining of the blood vessel cells, and it directly uh, causes clotting. So the spike protein that actually the vaccine uh, causes the body produced does the same thing as the natural infection. In fact, the vaccine is worse in terms of blood clotting. Yeah, that doesn't make any logical sense, but there's a whole lot about this whole thing that isn't logical, and that's where I think you've performed a an invaluable service doing all of these interviews that you've done on a variety of TV shows and and radio shows, helping people question. Don't just take the government's word for something. It'd be nice if we could trust them, but they've shown us too often in the past they haven't. I have a whole article in the website about the government's track record in case you think this is the first time they've wandered off the path. Not the case. Um, when you first published your just seminal article in uh, a prestigious journal, the American Journal of Medicine, about how it makes sense to treat with this sequential multi drug approach to treat COVID early and prevent. of the hospitalizations, you got letters to the editor saying you couldn't do that. Why? What was the resistance? I got six letters to the editor, and they basically said, you can't do this. You can't treat outpatients with COVID. And it was almost as if they were expressing their own inadequacies or fear or confusion. And I just responded to them and said, yes, I can, and this is how I do it. And join me. Overcome your fear as doctors and nurses and others and treat COVID-19. It's really shameful that none of our hospitals opened up tents outside or even outside clinics to just treat patients with COVID-19, just treat them and prevent the hospitalization and death. Our urgent care centers, they get a ton of diagnostic testing and they still do, but they don't offer any treatment. 
it's just a shame that urgent cares are missing out on a wonderful opportunity to 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 help the population and avoid hospitalization. But you go south of us in Central America, Marty, they they treat you don't hear any problems down in across Central America. They treat it with, with drugs with an outpatient. Patients get through it just fine. Oh, well, we wouldn't be looking at six hundred thousand deaths if eighty-five percent of them could have been saved by early treatment. And it's just it's shameful that not only wasn't there the urgency to do it, it was actively poo-pooed, and the advocates they try to humiliate you because you are going against the dogma. But isn't that a lot of what science is about, is creating debate so that you can uh, factor in different viewpoints? It is true. The, the debate that we should do nothing and just let patients be hospitalized or die, uh, that debate is, is not one. It's not a winning argument. And those who conclude that the best thing to do is let patients get hospitalized and die uh, they don't even have a case to be made. So there actually has not been any debate. There's just been, in a sense, censorship. Uh, there is no argument that one can make to deny a sick senior citizen treatment. We should always compassionately treat patients. The paper by Paul Alexander recently published in Medical Hypotheses shows that any form of treatment to seniors in senior facilities, any form, is much better than nothing and reduces mortality by about 60%. People have a mistaken notion that when they go to the hospital, then things are going to get better. But if they also are not treating and uh, wait until you can't breathe and then you go on a ventilator, which seems to be damaging, the statistics are not very good for survival. No, inpatient survival is poor. Very little is offered in the hospital outside of mechanical ventilation. All the action is for early treatment at home. Well, I want to make sure that everybody who's listening goes to hbnshow.com, click on the library, and go look for these medicines so that you can be prepared. We'll be right back. If you are bothered by heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, This heads-up may be a lifesaver. Millions think an acid-blocking drug has fixed their problem. Unfortunately, those medicines shut down digestion and, if taken for more than a few weeks, can lead to dementia, hip fracture, heart attack, kidney disease, and so on. Please learn how to fix the root cause of the problem so that you can avoid those dangerous pills. I'm Marty Whittakin, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. In my book, Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers, I explain that there are safe solutions to stomach pain that work with your body to improve digestion and heal damaged tissues. I made the book easy to read, but it is so well documented in science that you can share it with your doctor. Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers is available in some libraries and bookstores. Look for a direct link to Amazon on the shop page of hbnshow.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. 
Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Wouldn't you like to increase your energy level and kickstart your natural healing power? Imagine reduced pain, less bloating, and enjoying a restful night's sleep. Maybe you need to improve your mood or get rid of headaches. Or perhaps you have loved ones who struggle with indigestion, Alzheimer's, concussion, or other discomforts. At HM3 Light, we offer the amazing Body Light Pad. Over 300 studies show how a special type of light helps with all those issues and more. This special light therapy helps by improving blood circulation and reducing inflammation. Those actions, along with detoxing the brain, can help post-stroke patients. To request studies that pertain to your particular interest or to learn about our lease-to-own program, call 800-580-1102. At HM3 Light, we are here to help you enhance, strengthen, and improve your whole body health with our flexible body light pad. Call 800-580-1102. 800-580-1102. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. My guest, Peter McCullough, is a practicing internist, cardiologist, professor of medicine, uh, editor of medical journals, and he's a researcher in his own right, published hundreds of times in medical journals, and knows what good science looks like, knows what good medical practice looks like, and bravely has stood up against the protocol from the powers that be, which is just shut up and hide, put your mask on, go into hiding. If you get sick, wait until you're sick enough to go to the hospital. But one of these days we'll have vaccines and then everything will be okay. Well, it turns out everything won't be okay. Um, And this medical dictatorship did not have teams that included practitioners. If they'd had you on the team and listened to you, the government stance would have been a lot better than what we ended up with. I'm sure of that. Um, Do you worry that the FDA might speed up its formal approval of the vaccines because so many people are waiting for that to decide if they're going to get the vaccine? I think it's immaterial at this point in time. There are very strong uh, citizen petitions in from nursing associations and doctors associations with thousands of comments, supporting comments uh, for the vaccines not to be approved, not to be approved. So if they go ahead and approve them anyway, they'll have to create a package label, a package insert that's going to have to put uh, uh, important safety information, ISI. And when they craft the safety information, they will have to report what's going on in the CDC 
safety database. And when they do, I don't know how they're going to write a report that a vaccine has killed 45,000 Americans. So uh, I think they're actually going to delay FDA approval. They're not racing forward for FDA approval because right now the manufacturers are getting in the way. They have pre-purchased product by the U.S. government. They haven't had to do any development work. They haven't had to do any advertising. The U.S. government is doing propagandized uh, advertising for them. So the pharmaceutical manufacturers have it made in the shade, provided it's not FDA approved. If the FDA approved, they actually have to have a package insert. They have to negotiate that. And they have to do their own advertising from that point forward. So um, if they do get FDA approved, it's an opportunity for them to be sued off the market for unsafe products. Right now, they can't be sued off the market because the government is running the vaccine program. And you've pointed out that in the process with these vaccines, all of the usual safeguards were not employed. The safety boards, the reporting, and so on. So we've been flying blind, and at the same time, we've protected the manufacturers from any lawsuits, so um, we're just hanging out there. What is your prediction yes. for the next six it's, months? Uh, what will happen? I, I think it's, yeah, Marty, I think it's going to be a rocky six months. In a paper by Bruno and colleagues, they basically demanded all the uh, governments across the world to get safety mechanisms in place, be transparent on safety, adjudicate these events, have a day safety monitoring board, human ethics board, and make some decisions, make it safer or shut it down. And that came out in May. None of the governments have made the program safer. None of them have reported safety information. And so at this point in time, we're left with shutting down the programs and then people basically uh, refusing to take the vaccine. And I think that's what we're going to see. We'll see more and more protests. People refuse to take the vaccine. The manufacturer, I mean, the employers will try to force it. Schools will try to force it. People will refuse to take it. There'll be protests. People will file disputes. They'll show up to work anyway. And as more and more vaccinated patients get COVID, it should be become apparent that the vaccines don't work and they're unsafe. The million-dollar question is, it's going to happen, but the million-dollar question is, how soon do they shut down this failed program? And the disease itself, will it be like, a lot of others that it mutates itself pretty much out of existence? Will it fade away on its own? I think it's going to degenerate into just one of the versions of the common cold that we have right now. We all get four to eight colds a year. It's going to be one of those other coronaviruses at the, at the end of the day. So, And people who have had the vaccine, if they made it the first 48 hours and then the first two weeks, do they have something to worry about long-term with these microclots that I've heard about? Unfortunately, I think they do. And uh, Senator Johnson's press briefing on vaccine injuries really was an eye-opener. Patients ended up having these neurologic syndromes six to nine months after the vaccine. So they were fine for six months. And then had troubles with memory, walking, swallowing, seizures, blindness, paralysis, um, uh, in wheelchairs. Um, I hope that Senator Johnson's press briefing isn't a uh, you know harbinger of things to come for people who took the vaccine. So many Americans took the vaccine patriotically. We hope they're safe. We hope they're going to be okay. But most Americans didn't ask well, what was in this stuff. Nobody asked too many questions. And now we know the vaccine goes up into the brain. It goes into the heart. It causes damage. And you can imagine 
the brain and the heart and these other organs are very delicate. We shouldn't be producing dangerous protein in these organs. So we'll pray for them and hope that they don't develop these terrible organ injury syndromes that we've seen so far uh, from the original participants in the trials. Well, there are some supplements that you can take after, or I think we're going to, we talked about those maybe on last week's show, that help protect you from some of this, but it's not, we're not saying, go ahead and get the vaccine and then take this stuff and hope for the best. I, I think it's clear that taking the vaccine is not a smart move. We'll be right back with just a little bit more with Dr. Peter McCullough. We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. O'Hara applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition, beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products, available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office? Negative ions are the reason that air is so fresh and invigorating around waterfalls and the seashore. Innovative Ion Box uses those same negative ions to purify any room in your home, especially the bedroom. Ion Box devices are quite affordable and conveniently small so that you can take one with you to work, in the car, and even on vacation. Studies show that because of its advanced microchip technology, no other ion purifier, even much larger units, come close to the effectiveness of Ion Box. Plus, it's ozone-free, and there are no filters to change at removing bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, or other allergens. Improve your sleep, mental focus, mood, energy, and performance. Stay healthier with Ion Box. Visit the shop page of hbnshow.com. Again, that's the shop page of hbnshow.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731.
Sign up for podcasts or listen to past programs on our website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. There's never enough time when we have Dr. McCullough on the show, but fortunately he's been generous to come back and because as long as this plague is with us and the misinformation continues to flow, we'll have to keep coming back and visiting and reinforcing people's will to do the right thing. Too many people are probably like at my house. My husband said, all right, I'll do what you say, but if I get COVID and die, I'm never forgiving you. <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of that going on. A uh, couple of last questions. I, I have heard you say that Novavax is going to be a better choice for those that are going to finally be pressured into doing something. When do we expect to see that? Well, we don't know. Others have raised concerns regarding Nova, Novavax that if, if the spike protein circulates, that it, in fact it could cause just the same pattern of injuries as the other vaccines. Um, my crystal ball isn't as uh, bleak as that. I, I'm pretty favorable towards Novavax. I think it's going to be a limited spike protein exposure. It may cause immunity. But the problem is the spike protein is mutated so much that they would have to change the Novavax to try to match, I don't know, Delta or Lambda or uh, there's been a report now that Delta 10 plus, there's 10 more mutations in the, in the Delta. So the virus is moving so quickly. The question is, can the vaccines ever catch up and have any benefit uh, whatsoever? But we'll have to take a look at this. You brought up the issue of moral hazard with your husband. This idea that um, if you don't take the vaccine and you get COVID and you die, you know, who picks up the moral hazard? I would flip that around and say, listen, if you encourage anybody to take the vaccine, may take the vaccine and they die on the spot or two days later or a week later, to me, that's such a proximal moral hazard. You know, individuals who take a vaccine, they have a less than 1% chance of even coming in contact with COVID. So 99% of people who take the vaccine don't need the vaccine because they're not going to come in contact with COVID. However, if you take the vaccine, there's a 100% chance it's in your body. And once it's in your body, then there is a moral hazard that, in fact, if something bad happens to you, and it's due to the vaccine. Whoever forced you into that really does pick up the moral hazard. So I think this moral hazard story is a very interesting one. People have tried to pose it as a question of, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to die with COVID. I'm out about the vaccine. It doesn't work that way. The vast majority of people who take the vaccine will never come in contact with COVID. Uh, final question. Uh, if we have close to 60% of people in the U.S. vaccinated and maybe something like 30% have had it and recovered and then have permanent immunity, does that mean that we're at something like 90% and close to herd immunity? We're close. I estimated in the Texas Senate in March, we are at 80% herd immunity with no vaccine effect, but other parts of the country still had susceptible pockets. I'd like to think right now we have 80% herd immunity. That means we'll, we will have outbreaks, but they won't be as large as they were back in December. Please go to the Archive of Today's show for important links follow-up. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by Lily of the Desert Alloceuticals. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. 
Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. 